Before we get into this episode, make sure y'all follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, and Instagram, NY Just Fans Podcast. And we appreciate it if y'all give us some feedback on uh, Twitter and on um, I, I, Apple Podcasts. So please uh, keep on listening. And here's episode 52. Welcome to another NY Jets Fans Podcast for hosts David Sharman and Chris as we get into another week of football. Um, last night, shocking news around the NFL. Andrew Luck has decided to retire. Um, I'm going to start off Davin. <laughs> Davin. <laughs> Little Davin is on the podcast with us today. Yes, he gentlemen. is. Um, he's not feeling <laughs> too good, so I'm doing daddy duties. Um, like I said, uh, Andrew Luck has decided to retire. Um, he only played six or seven seasons. So um, uh, how, what's, what's, the, what's the take and, and what's the feeling towards this, towards this uh, shocking news? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, very shocking. I think, I think uh, for every NFL fan, uh, that's something shocking for a player that young and especially with such promise uh, to, um, to retire from the NFL. Um, it, it was crazy that I actually went back and kind of uh, found a few players that uh, retired shock, shockingly uh, in the NFL and kind of had the same, I mean, you know, kind of feeling to it. I mean, I wasn't around for people like Gail Sayers, uh, but um, but I heard stories of it, uh, Bo Jackson, uh, Barry Sanders, and you know, and 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 very, and and I know he wasn't of the caliber of player of of any of those guys. But Chris Borland, the linebacker from the Forty ers I don't remember if you guys remember that he had a really good season that one season, and then the next season, I think, just before the first game or something like that, he just up and retired. Um, wow, that's crazy. It, yeah, it it's um, it's something that these players have to deal with, man. It's uh. Especially in Andrew Luck's uh, uh, situation with the constant rehabbing and constant injury, and it's it's you have to understand preparing to play football is part is a major part of it. A lot of what that they, these guys do is is behind closed doors at, on the practice fields and and watching film and and, and practicing the stuff, you know. And if you can't really do all the things you need to do to prepare to go play. You know, it takes away from the game and it becomes something of a miserable experience because you can't perform to the level that you want to. And I, I, I would only guess because I, I never went through anything like that, uh, what was going on with him. If he had to take such a kind of a move, you know, giving up that much money, which was almost $60 million remaining on the contract. And I think he still, because of his abrupt retirement, has to pay back. Uh, a portion of his bonus to the Colts. I mean, if the Colts are, are going to pursue it, which I think they are. Um, but it's a very sad moment. It was also a horrible thing to hear the Colts fans boo the poor gentleman. You know, it's not his fault. It's not something that he he did to do personally to anybody. 
It's something that he did for himself and for the betterment of his life. It wasn't anything to do with anybody, you know. So I don't, I don't, I didn't understand the booze. And for whoever that leaked the story before he could actually come up on a on a podium and and answer the question, I I think that was really messed up. Uh, uh, let him deal with that. I you know, him that must have been some kind of ordeal for him to be able to come to terms with it in the first place. And you putting him on blast whilst he's on the field. That was kind of sad. Hey, you know what? As shocking as this this was to us, you know, to hear about it and the NFL is shocked about it. You know, this has happened before. Like you said, the, the 49er linebacker, we've seen it with um, Megatron with the Lions. Yeah. Right? He retired at 29, I think, 30 years old. Yeah. Barry Sanders. Yep. Peaky Barber. You know, we've yep. seen a lot of these guys retire early because – Number one, their bodies can't do it anymore, you know, or they don't want, you know, to do it for a few more years and then their body really give out. You know, they want to enjoy their life. They got other interests other exactly. than football. You know, they have a life outside of football. You know, and this guy's made, uh, up until this year, he's made $97 million. So obviously financial, you know, financial gains is, he's got the money, you know, he could retire and it's like, okay, I'm good for the rest of my life. And, and then some, obviously. Mm. So it's not a financial decision, even though he's given up a lot of money. Like you said, he's got almost 60 million left. And think about it in two years, he'll be a free agent again at 31. So he's going to get another big time contract after that. So he has given up a lot of money. So, but like I said, excuse me, you know, he's got, he's got other interests, you know, and I think just the last few years with all the injuries he's had and he's missed so much time rehabbing and everything else I think it's just caught up to him and he's just like I want to live my life I don't want to just rehab the rest of my life and get beat up out there and and all that so and another uh someone brought up to my attention and I I had to look it up his father is the commissioner of the XFL that's <laughs> so they said, oh, he's probably going to join the XFL. I don't think he's yeah. retiring to do that. You know, he might end up yeah. being a part of the XFL, but number one, he ain't going to play for the XFL because they're not going to pay him anywhere near what the NFL would pay him. So maybe he could have some kind of a, you know, coaching, not even coaching, maybe some kind of front office position somewhere in the XFL. I don't know. But this retirement was not for that reason, you know. So yeah. Um, I think people just need to just relax, let him explain, you know, like the people that were booing him, let him explain himself first, you know, before you start booing the guy, you know, the guy made a life decision, you know, uh, if you could retire early, I'm sure we'd all retire early, you know, yeah, Yeah, number one over here, definitely, right, I don't care how much, (laughs) I don't care how much you enjoy your job, if you could retire early, you're gonna do it, so, you know, why should he go out there and put his life on the line every, every week when he really doesn't have to? You know? Yeah, I want I wanted to uh, expand a little bit on the whole uh, XFL bit. Uh, listening this morning to Colts radio and people calling in and 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 it just sounded like people were personally hurt by the guy, you know, like like they're taking this so personally. And I'm like, and and to myself, I understand fandom to a point, you know, because I'm a fan of the Jets. You know, I have my biases and stuff like that. But I, in no way, shape, or form, do I. Uh, uh, you know, attach uh, w- the, any Jets players, you know, personal gain or loss to anything with me. You know, that's nothing to do with me. You know, he or she does. He doesn't owe me owe me anything. 
So I never understood why these people are kind of going crazy. And now with the whole XFL rumors and stuff like that, you know, I mean, yeah, his father is XFL. But the kid is a competitor, man. He would want to play in the pros, the real pros. He's not going to quit the NFL to go play subpar football. Yeah, he's like, definitely not going to play there. Come on. Like, mm. to get paid, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, compared to what he get in the NFL. So, exactly. but, you know, I mean, trust me, I'd be, a, I'd be upset as a fan, but not upset at him. You know, I'd be like, right. oh, my God, we finally, you know, we got our, you know, our, our quarterback that we've been looking for. Like, not forbid if this happened with Donald at 28, 29. Yeah, I'd be upset, but I wouldn't be upset at him. I'd just be like, oh, man, this really stinks. Right. We had our – we finally got our franchise quarterback after how many years, and now he's going to retire early. But, hey, you know what? If he's going to retire early, he's going to retire early. It's it's his life, it is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and if, if the Colts if the Colts fans want to blame somebody, go blame Ryan Grigson, unfortunately, who was the former Colts GM that botched a bunch of uh, uh, drafts instead of getting weapons around the kid and fixing the offensive line. Because that's part of the reason why he, got, he was injured so many times because his offensive line kept giving up on him. This right. is the first year since he came in the league that he actually had a pretty good offensive line, you know. So uh, no. if you guys, if you guys need somebody to be angry with, go go speak to Grigson. Um, exactly. I, the, only, the only thing I'm gonna say is, uh, Colts fans, y'all y'all a bunch of pieces of shits. Whoever <laughs> whoever uh, booed this man, this man, this man, health is uh is number one, and I think it's the same for all of us in real life. Our life is, you know, our, our health is number one before anything else. Andrew Luck dealt with so many injuries that some of these NFL players don't even have to go through. And, and you know, and this man still played this hard out for y'all, and y'all going to boo this man. What kind of, what kind of crap? What, what kind of fan that makes you? <laughs> you know, Luck don't owe, owe y'all nothing. For one, he really don't. You know, the man, like, when he came in, Basically, Peyton Manning was going to the Broncos, and y'all was looking at rebuild, but y'all happened to go to the playoffs, if, if I recall, you know. And then this man this man came back from whatever type of injury, serious injury it was last season, and, and actually took, took y'all to the second round with the potential of being the AFC championship team. So I wouldn't be mad about losing losing the guy. I would be, I would, you know, I would be more understanding if I was y'all. I would want y'all to be more understanding for one and for two. We talked about this last week about Jacob, Jacoby Bissett, and uh, we said that with the good offensive lineman and T.Y. Hilton, that y'all be fine. Y'all still be fine. Yeah, yeah I like. I, I even like the kid that they they drafted the uh, the wide receiver Paris Campbell. Uh, um, you know, when you when you pair the two the two on the field, uh, um, they, these two guys are pretty fast. Paris Campbell was like, I think he was he was uh on the four three, mm-hmm. um, speed. So um, so I'm I'm just saying, um, um, it was very promising. But just to draw context of the whole thing of what the um Andrew Luck went through, uh, 2015 in September, sprained shoulder. And that sprained shoulder ended up it being the same shoulder that he ended up having surgery on uh, because it had torn cartilage in it or something like that. Then he had a lacerated kidney yeah. and a, 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 an abdominal muscle tear that same year, the November of that same year. Uh, and um, and after that, he had uh, torn cartilage from that from the ribs and that same injury of November that they found in 
January of 2016. So imagine, imagine that. Then a bunch of concussions after that in 2016. Then he had the shoulder surgery from that original, um, um, that same shoulder that he was having issues with from since 2015. So and then he and then he ended up having that uh, that ankle, calf, whatever injury, bone injury, whatever mystery injury he had after that. Who in the hell would mm-hmm. want to put up with this? Yeah, like exactly. constantly, constantly, over and over again, man. That's ridiculous. Hey, you know what? No, no disrespect towards uh, Brissett. You know, I think he looks pretty good in in the games that we've seen him play. But right. you know, this is a huge blow for them. I mean, look at just oh, yeah. Las Vegas odds for to oh, win yeah. the Super Bowl this year. They went from fifteen to one to thirty to one. Yeah. After I mean, the, come know, after this announcement, so it's it's a you know it's a big blow. It's a huge I mean, blow. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So, but they still had that potential to be a playoff team if by oh, any means yeah. necessary. Yeah. A playoff team, but I think, you know, Luck is the type of guy that puts you... Oh, yeah, puts you over hills, of course. Yeah, so I, I think they could still make the playoffs. I'm not going to say they're not, because they're a well-coached team, you know, Frank Reich. So, um, but it, it's definitely a huge blow. I mean, no no doubt, man. It, this yeah, definitely that... goes from Super Bowl contender to... Playoff. Just playoff, yeah. I, I agree to that. I like, yeah. I like their GM. I like their GM. I like their coach. I like their offensive line. I even like their defense. With um, I like they have players everywhere. They have, they have a lot going for them. A lot of places. Still, I mean, it's very sad. It's very yeah, and uh, it's very sad that 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 this is happening. But I think they have better years in front of them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even though even though in the moment this sucks so bad, I think I think they have something there to build on in the future. Right. I agree to that. Um, let's let's move on to some Jets football. Um, the Jets played the Saints last night. Uh, what's what's the what's the what's the quick pros and uh, cons towards towards that game? Uh, Chris, you want to take it? Yeah, I, um, I I'll just have a few points and then you, you could add on to it. Um, you know the uh, the first drive, the Saints went right down and scored. I get it. You know, everybody's like, oh, our defense looks bad, but. You don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Exactly. You know, and they only had that one drive with with Breeze. So, you know what? They could have made adjustments after that. And I'm not not really worried about that so much because in the next two weeks, you know Douglas is going to probably make some big moves, you know, to bolster the defense, especially the the cornerback position, obviously. So, I just – you know what? We got out of that game without any major injuries. That's what I was happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, Very much so. Yeah, I did see. You know what? Cannon looked really good last night. I have to say. Um, mm. So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. I think he's got the edge now on that fourth mm. running back position over McGuire, <laughs> especially mm. with the um, the special teams aspect on on his too. So I could see him. And Gase was praising him this week too. So. Because he had shown so much improvement, he did look pretty good last night. Uh, McGuire, not so much. So you know, read into that as much as you want. Um, Falk was the third quarterback last night, and Webb was the fourth one last night. Yeah, Webb, I think Webb's out. Yeah, Webb did absolutely nothing last night. Not that Falk did. He, he hasn't done anything. Yeah. I, I don't think Webb has done anything. I think he's done been the saddest looking quarterback in camp. Yeah. So I think he's done. Um, the receivers, you know, Dorch, obviously, he looks like he's going to make it as the return guy. and uh, Punt return, yeah. yeah. 
So he's definitely in. Burnett, you know, Burnett's still, I think, on on the uh, the bubble. You know, I think a couple of these I other agree. receivers are right there, and someone's got to definitely have a big game in the in week four. And it's going to be tough because you're not going to have – you're obviously not going to have Donald and you're probably not going to have uh, um, Simeon either. I think it's going to be Falk and um, and Davis in that last game. You know, game four, yeah. the last preseason game, you know, they're not going to trust any of their top starters. So uh, – and a guy on defense that, that kind of looks pretty good too was uh, Burgess. Was that his name, the linebacker? Yeah, yep. Yeah, he, he made a couple of plays. You know, very, I'm not saying very good. Yep. Field, but he looked pretty good. Yes, so, he's 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 be, he's better than a, I think he's one of those players that'll stick around. Yeah. Definitely. So he's another guy that kind of and I have to say, our kicker made a couple of field goals last night. So <laughs> yeah, oh, he made some extra points and everything. Extra points, and he and, made and 50, he made a fifty-eight yard. Fifty-eight. Wow. I guess we are. I think we got <laughs> we got somebody until they find someone else. But at least we got somebody who can kick a field goal right now. So. And and this is the and this is the thing about that. I think the kicker the the kicker thing. I think I think this is they're gonna ride with him until he he messes up. Mm-hmm. You know, if he messes up, then they'll like in season try to bring somebody in. But or they won't. They won't kind of next. right. Exactly. If, um, if a veteran whichever, comes through, you know, I, I which, guess yeah. So whichever happens first, you know. So I mean, they're not gonna push it about him. I mean, I think there's more important things on. The, I mean, not that kicker is not important. Please don't take me wrong. No, uh, I know what uh, you mean. No. <laughs> just, you know, but I think I think if he could just keep, you know, keep a a, a steady percentage going, a great a good percentage going, they won't make a big move. Uh, on kicker, but I um, just to expand a little bit on what you were saying, um, uh, people need to stop freaking out about 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 what happened. It's Drew Brees, <laughs> and it's a preseason it's Drew game. Drew Brees, it's Drew Brees in the preseason game with one of the best wide receivers in the league, with 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 like cornerbacks you've never heard of their names before. Right, like relax. You know you're not stopping that dude. Even with your best cornerback, he gives you. That's fit. a Hall of so, Famer. <laughs> exactly. Like you, you that, yeah. this is a different. And this, and people don't again. This, the Saints are on is on a different level, man. You gotta understand the kind of talent you're going up against everywhere on that team. Right. On that that so offensive line is very good. Everywhere mm-hmm. on that team, that offensive line is very good. The defensive line is very good. The cornerbacks is very good. Their safeties is very good. I mean, they have a Hall of Famer as a quarterback. I mean, highest paid wide receiver in the league. Come on. Like, get, like there's nothing, especially in a, a preseason game, there's nothing to take out of that, out of that first drive. It's Drew Brees, number yeah. one. Number two, number two, um, you know, the, the whole I, – uh, um, I saw on Twitter people saying, oh, uh, um, uh, Quinnen Williams is – Oh, he's gonna end up like like Lee, Leonard Williams. People are driving me nuts. Listen to me. This is a baby, basically, playing NFL against grown ass men. And for the he number one, I think on his second play, he got a holding penalty because he 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 sidestepped the guard so quickly that the dude didn't have a choice but to hold Quinnen Williams. This is something where when you pair Leonard Williams and him in the middle. Guards and um, the interior offensive linemen in the league are going to have fits trying to guard these two guys. It's just going to – that's just how it's going to be. 
you know. So um, take it how you want it. Uh, stop with the criticism. You know, um, Quinn Williams will be fine. The defensive line line room is going to be fine. I'm not really scared of, uh, of what's going to happen there. I even think um, Jenkins played an awesome game last night. There was one time where he he had a, a kind of a cross chop move, inside move against a tackle where he's the 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 tackle throws. That's how quickly he got by him, you know. And he smashed um, what's his name right in the chest. Um, I think it was uh, the backup QB for um, for the Saints. So um, so you know, I mean, all the starters on the field. I think with Greg Williams' system, I think they could play a little better. I think, especially with a little momentum, I think the defense will get a little better. I'm not saying that they're going to be world beaters because we still have issues. Uh, we still have kind of issues on linebackers and we have major issues at corner. Um, uh, I think there was that one hit um, um, Adams put on the, on the running back where he practically folded him in two. <laughs> I, I mean, man, uh, um, mm. yeah, Adams is something else, but we, we, everybody knew that already. Um, but yeah, like Chris said, I think Burgess is a player that to keep an eye on. I also think Harvey Lange is a player to keep on too. A former Patriot guy. Um, I think he's going to make a, a proper a good contribution to the team coming in. But this is, this is um, the, I think the, I think the biggest news of the night was the fact that the interior linemen's really struggled. I think just out of the gate, they could not get their, their, their set straight. And I think there was a there was a third down, I third and nine, I think, where um, Andrews, I think, completely whiffed on a block, and a guy came wide open and smashed Sam right in the chops. Um, uh, the, so you know, since the whole interior um, starting interior was out, uh, so they really struggled this game. You know, remember the same thing against the Falcons, but they played better that night. Um, but I think I think with um, with uh, the starters coming back, I think this will be better. So I'm not really worried about that. And I, I think the big thing that came out of that was no major injuries came out of that game. Agreed. After, you know, after the week before with uh, with Williamson, I think just getting out of that game without any injuries, you got to feel good about it and say, okay, go into the last game of the preseason, which is, you know, a lot of uh, second, third, and fourth string guys that won't even be on the team. Let them finish it out, and let's be ready for uh, Buffalo in week one, you know? Agreed. Um, yeah, and also, uh, I know Robbie Anderson made a great catch from uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, he done, yes. I think he underthrew the, underthrown the ball. Uh, Joe yeah. Wood been getting that, going at it with, uh, with, with his Twitter fans earlier about it, and, you know, and I read a couple of them. Uh, it wasn't a dime or anything, but other than that, no. other than that, um, yeah, no major injury. So, you know, so that brings it to a quick question. Uh, is mm. it good that Adam Gaze is not uh, playing Bell at all this preseason? Yeah, I think it's yeah. fine, you know. I think it's fine. I Even don't have any issue with ago, it. Uh, when, when Bell played, uh, not last year, but the year before, I don't think he played in the preseason either. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. Yeah, I, think, so. I, think, I, think, uh, I think you will see a little rust. Mm. But, but you have to understand, like, you know, let's say he gets 24, 26 carries a game. You know, probably when he starts hitting his, 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 let's probably start hitting his momentum, like about the eighth or ninth carry or so, like that, when he got hit a few times and stuff and he starts feeling himself, he's going to be right back to where he's supposed to be. 
I don't think I don't think Bell will miss a beat that much. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. I don't think um him not playing the preseason is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as we move along with Copeland, uh, Mr. God's plan, I'm gonna call him. Um, he suspended four games, uh, and also Titans Luan, uh, suspended four games for PEDs. Um, how's that gonna affect the Jets and how will it affect the Tennessee Titans? Uh, yeah, um, I think on the whole, uh, um, Holding these players accountable. I know a lot of fans don't like the way the NFL do it, but they have to understand that the players are taking such a risk using these supplements. There's no real guideline to these things. You know, um, they, they, these companies lie openly on these, on these, uh, on, on those containers telling people, Oh, it has this percentage of that and this percentage of that. And most of the time, not only not, it doesn't have the things it say, on the package, it also contains other stuff that, that could contaminate it and make you fail a, a drug test. So the fact that you're going out there and taking supplements, um, um, you're, you're taking a huge risk knowing that the NFL is on watch for these things. And that's why the NFL, even if they try to fight it or whatever, the NFL don't take no for an answer, man. Listen, you, you need to just pay attention to what you take. Uh, that's how it is. Unfortunately, they should really stop going with these supplements because there's no guidelines to it. The FDA does not look over supplements. You know, uh, Copeland could say whatever he wants. Um, uh, and uh, unfortunately, Taylor Lewan says the same thing. He went and he even took a, 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 a lie detector test saying, oh, look, I didn't knowingly take anything. But it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The, fact is, the fact is, you know, I mean, everybody knows. Every American knows that mostly that knows that um, that these things have no guidelines. There's no real laws telling these people to, you know, um, put what they say on the label. No, nobody holds them accountable for the stuff they put in there. That's why they go ahead and put whatever they want in it, and then you end up getting caught up. You gotta be more careful with the things you put in your body. Exactly. You know, it's just another. I. To me, there's no excuse for these guys to get when they get caught taking these uh, these PEDs or whatever they're taking. You know, like you have the trainers on your team, uh, the nutritionists and everything else. There's probably a list of stuff you can take. Uh, I'm sure you know before you take something, you could say, "Hey, can I take this? Is this okay with the league?" So I I, I hate to hear it when these guys take stuff like this, and then and then they don't they don't even own up to what they did. You know, if they did it to try to get by, just say, hey, you know, I messed up. Move on. Take your take your slap on the wrist and and move on. So it is what it is. Yeah. yeah I, I, and and the, th- the sad thing about Taylor Lewan, too. Remember, the Titans just gave this dude this massive contract. I think mm-hmm. it was like about $80 million with $50 million guaranteed, right? Some yeah. ridiculous number. He's like a highest paid offensive lineman, and they, now they have to go without him for four four games, right? That's that's messed up. Yeah, well, if you, looks like they say if you if you do the crime, you gotta do the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only way I'm gonna leave it as simple, plain and simple. But um, let's move along to some NFL news. Uh, last night, uh, Lamar Miller, uh, torn torn left ACL injury. They doing MRI tests, but 
it, from what I'm hearing, it's confirmed that it's a torn ACL. So you know what that means, out for the season. It's a big possibility. Um, how will that affect Houston, and how will it affect Duke Johnson coming in? Well, it definitely gives Duke Johnson a chance now to be a number one uh, running back to take that title, you know, uh, to definitely showcase himself. Uh, I, I don't think Miller was that uh, big of a part of the team. I know he, I think he gained a thousand yards last year, but he wasn't like the game breaker type guy. Obviously Deshaun Watson is the guy on the offense. That's going to get, you know, is, is going to make the, the offense roll or not. So I, I don't think it's that big of a blow for them because they have Duke Johnson. If they didn't have Duke Johnson, I think it would be a, a you know, a little tougher uh, pill to swallow, but you know, Lamar Miller, he's pretty good. You know, I don't think he's uh, an elite running back. You know, he's probably the he next sh- tier or, you know. He should have been. Uh, coming out from college, he, he had yeah. the talent to be an elite. He's Unfortunately, shown, he never really, yeah, he never really blossomed his, into. He's had his yeah. moments. He's had his yes. moments. Yes. But uh, I think Duke Johnson's a little more, a little more well-rounded than him. You know, let's see if he can handle the, the load, though, so to speak. Mm. Um so it'd be interesting to see. You know, he wanted to get traded out of Cleveland because he wanted, I think, more carries and more of the load of the team. So he's got his wish now. Now he's, you know, he'll be the number one guy there now. So see where he does. Then, then all, yeah, all I think. The, nah, go right ahead. Go ahead yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think we gave them a little flack. The Texans a little flack for this uh, when it happened. Um, when when they got Duke Johnson in, um, but but look, look what happened. Um, uh, thank God they they got Johnson when they did. If they didn't, they would have been up uh, up the up a paddle without up a creek without a paddle. Uh, yep. But uh, but um, but uh, him um, Duke Johnson and Taiwan Jones, I think, would be probably be able to uh, carry kind of um, make up for Miller's uh, um, um, missing in action for Miller being missing in, uh, being out. But um, but I think I think the the point with uh, Chris about about Miller, yes, he's not a breakout guy, he's not a elite guy, but he's a steady enough guy. I think I yeah. think the coaching the coach the Texans coach is kind of that's what he's about. You know, he, he doesn't want you to Yeah, like, I'm not you know, he just Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying, you know. I, I was just trying to point out the whole you know, the whole that kind of credo that uh the um that the um the Texans coach believes in you know he if you realize a lot of his players are very steady guys they're not like game busters game busters they're not the biggest players or whatever i mean you know they have Watt and, and Watson and uh and uh do and, and and Nook but um they for the most part everybody is just solid players and he really he really um you know he really loves solid players uh, it hurts more but than anyway, everything else, and, what, and right. what really, what's really tough is that this was the last year of his contract. Yes. So he was really playing for a big contract, and he was only going to be—he was turning 29 next April. So he's only 28. Yeah. So he was, you know, if he had a big year, yeah. he would have had himself a nice paycheck next year. So now he'll probably have to settle for a one-year, you know, prove-it contract, and then go back to free agency. But then he'll be 30. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, that, that was a big blow for him personally. 
Yes. Yeah. I think true. all in I think all in all, uh I think, I think, I think uh they know things was things happen for a reason. Maybe they maybe they must have known something and just said, Let's give away that third. You know I was you know I went crazy over it, but I guess yeah, it was a did. good move. I guess it was a good move. That will pay off. <laughs> off. Yeah, so some I mean since look like they have about, the magic eight ball over there, huh? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, since we're talking about the Texans, uh, let's do a quick take on uh, the clowny situation. Uh, Jay Glacier said uh, 10 teams uh, have asked about him, um, and the Dolphins is making a, a major push. Uh, did y'all see a trade happening to, for the uh, Dolphins, or do, y'all, or do y'all see him going to another team? Uh, I think, I, for me, I just um, – it depends on wh- how the Texans are valuing him. If the Texans, like we said, which was the kind of the stupidity that they had him lined up, uh, um, the kind of line, oh, you're a defensive end or you're outside linebacker, which one are you? You know, we'll pay you at this one because that one's the lowest price. Uh, if they value him, whatever the value is for him, uh, what teams are willing to part with for him, you know, at the end of the day, that's going to be, that's going to make, uh, for the, that's what's going to make for the trade, you know, is what teams are willing to give up. And there's been rumors out there about wanting a wide receiver and wanting this and wanting that. Uh, listen, you know, at this time of year, this is what it is. A lot of, you know, a lot of people like taking, uh, sticking stuff out of context, uh, sometimes uh, spreading news they know that are not true, you know, or, or partly true and kind of making more out of it. So, you know, when it happens, it happens. I think I think it's a possibility that they get something for him. You know, because he is a pretty good player. I th- but I think people are kind of overstating how good of a player he is. Don't get me wrong. You know, like you know, this guy should be, especially coming out of college, he should be way better than he is. I think, especially as a pass rusher, I watching him on tape, he does not blow you away like. A, pass rushers should you know like you see guys you know you see guys basically like throw guys aside and stuff like that he is very athletic like not very ridiculously athletic for the a guy his size and that's normally what he you know he he uses to beat people he does, he's not a t- solid technique guy where he will like cross chop or or have like three different moves in one or stuff like that to beat somebody. You know, he's kind of okay as a technician, as a pass rusher, but his athleticism is normally, and players like that, they don't last very long being good as a pass rusher. The the technique guys are the ones that are pretty good and they remain good for longer periods of time. And and you know what, you would think he would have had some big years the last couple of years playing with J.J. Watt. Exactly. You know, and he just Mm. hasn't, but... Yeah. What's his name tweeted? Uh, Michael Lombardi tweeted that he sees a trade within the next <laughs> 24 to 48 hours. Lombardi out there t- teasing people, man. That's crazy, man. So, and he said, <laughs> and he yeah. said many teams are looking at him right now. So we might hear something in the next day or two uh, that this guy's traded. You know, it makes sense, but th- but they're also looking for alignment. So, I don't know, so, so, for, so I don't know if a team is willing to give up, you know. <laughs> that's why the Dolphins. <laughs> right, because that's why the Dolphins came up in the conversation, I bet, because apparently there were rumors going around that they're trying to trade Laramie Tansel, who's their, their pretty good 
off um, left tackle, which is kind of crazy. You, you know, I would don't, I don't think, I don't understand why you would want to get rid of that guy. But anyway, Do probably the that's the reason why the conversation yeah. even went there is because the Dolphins have a left tackle, and uh, hey, does and Washington Texans have? Yeah. Does Washington come calling? Williams. Williams. Yeah, I guess I could. I mean, if they if they designate a, a an outside linebacker slash defensive end, that's something they need. Right. And also, real quick, uh, come on with the fake rumors about Williams going to the Patriots or. Uh, yeah, we yeah because we because we heard fake well, fake rumor that uh, uh basically the Patriots offer a first round pick for Trent Williams and. Washington declining. Come on, man. Like, unless, unless if y'all really going in on the research, it, it, come on with the fake rumors. That's just Washington trying to get some uh, – Get some, yeah, some clout. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, hey, he's available. Yeah. And the Patriots and the, Patriots and the best team in the league wanted to give us a one, but we said no. We right. preferred a one, a one and a four. We don't – like, we, yeah. we would never take a one from the Patriots. Like, come on, man. Right. Yeah. Dude, like everybody, like everybody must see through that crap. A lot of the teams out there spreading rumors and leaking things. Fans need to stop falling for all this when they throw us a bone here and there. You know, try to get us to turn against the players. Listen, we supposed to be as fans for the players. You know, right. this is this supposed to be our people. They like if you're a fan. You know, that's your people. You're supposed to be like, listen, I, yeah, I love the organization, but that's my dude right there. You know, take care of him because he's been taking care of us, right? That's that's what I thought. I thought it would be, you know, yeah. but, <laughs> but unfortunately not. Right, exactly. And, that, and, and, and all in all in general, um, I just feel like in, in Williams' situation, it's, nobody is not giving up a first or a second rounder. So let's let's get let's clear that up. And um, with with Clowney's situation, I I really don't see Clowney getting traded. I'm I'm gonna see. I I definitely see him playing this season, but but probably with Houston, unless okay. if they giving out unless if they giving out um I guess you could say dollars with no change. Um, I, I don't see it happening. <laughs> I, I will side with you, Davin, on that one. I, I really think he's not going anywhere this season. If anything, it's going to happen this off, the off, next offseason. Correct. Exactly. Um, so we, of course, we got some more news for y'all. Cam Newton has a midfoot sprain injury, and basically the Panthers are very cautious with him playing in week one. Um, how's that going to affect Carolina? It will. Yeah, he has a play. It's gonna affect him. Uh, go so, ahead, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> they said they caution, caution. What is it? Uh, they cautiously optimistic. Optimistic. Yeah. yeah, that's so. Hard. That's like yeah, maybe, maybe not. So if he misses any amount of time, that's gonna hurt the the Panthers. Who's their backup? I was thinking about that the other um, day. I thought it was Derek Anderson. What is it, Anderson? Yeah, he's like fifty now. I don't think it's. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be him. You should. I don't know. It might be. You might be right, man. I'm not saying you're wrong, but man, I, I gotta is... check. But I, I really I thought it right was now. Derek Anderson. If I, if, I, if I, I, I don't, I don't remember. I know. I know they. Um, I know they drafted uh, Kyle Allen. Who the hell is Kyle Allen? <laughs> I don't know who that is, man. I don't that's know. The, that's the backup. Is. The backup. His name is Kyle Allen. 
Kyle. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know who that is. I know they drafted Will Gray, but yes. Will Gray has yeah. been doo doo. Will Gray, like I, I didn't like him coming out, and and uh, he has not. He, he has not looked good. Uh, and they played. The and they played the so. uh, Rams. And they played the Rams week one. First game. Yeesh. Yeah, and um, the Rams, and and this would have been a good spot if he plays. To me, that's a good spot for the Rams, uh, for them mm-hmm. to play the Rams. You know what I mean? They're coming off the Super Bowl loss. Usually, teams yeah. that come off a Super Bowl loss usually, not this past year, but usually, oh, there's one, there's one guy on that team that hey, don't matter when it could be in a phone booth, it could be, it could be anywhere that you don't want to face. I don't care if it's coming off a Super Bowl or not. You don't want to face Aaron Donald. So I don't know, yeah, no, as a, especially yeah. as a quarterback. Especially as a quarterback, I don't care if he's a half asleep, whatever he is. I want to face that dude. <laughs> right. So, so that's the that's the end of that for me. In that whole Cam injury, I think it high- highlighted another thing about Cam that bothers me. Like he's been in the league for a while now. I think he should be a little bit more mature. On that play, he got injured. This is the preseason. You see. That the timing route did like it. The the timing route didn't work out. It was covered, and you you try to get move in the pocket, and you still couldn't get anybody open. Throw the ball away. Right. You trying to play hero football in a preseason game and get yourself injured makes absolutely no sense for me. You're a pro. You've been at this for a while. Mm-hmm. You should know by now that this is. Especially you, the starting quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, you should take more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, man? You should mm. be more cautious about the way yeah, he plays. It, it's, it's it's ridiculous, you know. Like he has to be take more responsibility for the position. You know, right, just, you, you just take the sack. Just take if, the if sack not, or let the ball go. Yeah, Throw the ball out of. It's preseason. Who cares? Throw it up to get it intercepted. You know, at this point. It really doesn't oh, matter, you know. I mean, but right, it's just the reps you're looking for. You're looking yeah. for your number one. You're looking for the ball being snapped to you. Number one, you're looking for the lineup for everybody to line up. You saw everybody was lined up correct. These are things that you're working on in the preseason. You're not trying to beat the the team. You're not really. It really doesn't matter. You what you're trying to do is work on getting better on the little things until you start the week one. You know, and then you get yourself injured over over something like that. I don't know, man. That, that's just my opinion anyway. That's how I feel about it. And after the Rams, they have Tampa Bay, then Arizona, their first three games. So, you know, if he misses the first game, you know, that that's the tough game. But the next two, they're winnable games. But with, with this guy, Allen, that we know nothing about, um, <laughs> I don't know, man. That That's a yeah. huge blow if he misses any amount of time. Oh yeah, that is a huge ball. Yeah, yeah because they, they got nothing. Yeah. they got no backup. The, you know. Yeah, mm. the only the only part of that team I really like is the defensive line. Um, um, the that offensive line. Um, if you guys have any time, uh, I know I we always because he's a friend of ours. Uh, Joe Blewett. Uh, we always uh um say um always talk about him here because he speaks the truth, man. He lets the film speak and breaking down. Uh, um, Khalil's film, Ryan Khalil's film from last year, you would see how bad the two guards he played next to last year in, on Carolina, how bad they played. If these guys don't get their game up, man, Cam is uh, in for a rude awakening this year. I'm telling you. 
It's bad. They did not look well. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, and also, and, and also, Cam been taking a lot of hits. So, to imagine. <laughs> yeah, it will listen, and 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 people, people like if you, you would think it was Khalil's fault. Most of the year, if you if you go go and watch TOJ Film Room, find find a full review of Khalil, um, Ryan Khalil's season, you will see that he played really well for the most part. Then I think somewhere in the middle of the season, he got injured and you could tell that he wasn't moving as well. And the problem most of the time, even when he was playing well, was that the guards were like, Ole! Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was bad. It was like they were missing assignments where he constantly had to come off his assignment to cover for them. And, and, and it was sad looking, man. So if that's what Cam has to look forward to, it's not a good look. Not yeah, at all. Yeah, definitely not. Um, let's get let's get a quick take on uh, Patrick Chung, uh, cocaine possession. Uh, it's for what Chris, what Chris, we was just talking about. Chris said the NFL is not going to suspend him. Um, how how's this all going to play out? Uh, I, yeah, I I think you know since it's not against uh, the personal uh, conduct policy or anything like that. I, from what I heard on Pro Football Talk, they said nothing's going to happen to him this year. It's going to take about a year for it to go to a grand jury and all that, uh, all that other stuff. So he's probably okay for the year. Uh, maybe after this year, if you know if the charges are accepted or whatever, uh, yeah, then then that might be a problem. If he has to go to court, if he has to, if he's charged, you know, and then. If he's guilty, obviously he'll go to jail anyway. But uh, <laughs> I don't think we'll hear anything. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's going to get suspended this year. At least from what I've been hearing in uh, on Pro Football Talk, and and he's a lawyer himself. The guy, that, uh, what's his name, um, Mike uh, Florio. Florio. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see him on Sunday Night Football. Uh, he's he's a former lawyer himself, so he knew. You know, he said, "No, nothing's going to happen this year. Maybe next year, but it's going to take at least a year for." all this stuff to be, you know, to be done. So I don't think it's going to affect unless something else happens or if the NFL, you know, decides to, but I, I don't, I don't see him getting suspended yet. Yeah. I don't think the NFL is going to, uh, okay. it depends on what the, well, let, right, me, let, me, on- let me put it this way. If it depends on what the NFL finds out in the investigation, because basically according to what I heard, the incident, uh, what I read, the incident happened uh, last month on the 25th. So if, if, if it happened on the 25th and he's just getting indicted, indicted that means the NFL probably had, has boot, boots on the ground looking into the situation and whatever they find, it's then, then they're going to make a decision on if it goes against a conduct, conduct policy, NFL's personal conduct pol- policy. I don't think the investigation is over, so I think Chris... You're partly right. I think I totally, I can't, I know, I know nothing about law as much as Mike Florio does. So I'm, I'm not even going to speak on that. Uh, what, what I know is that the NFL normally runs their own investigation to find out the circumstances surrounding what the incident is. And then they make a decision on if it's against the personal conduct policy. And uh, according to what I heard, uh, what I read on CNN, I think uh, CNN um, had had it posted on their website that the police were called over to his home for some reason, and the reason is vague, and nobody's saying what it is. It's some kind of pol- police jargon 
trying to explain why they were called to the premises and why they had to go through his premises and end up finding the cocaine. But anyway, um, like I said, uh, I did not, um, I agree with Chris that most likely he won't be suspended this year and they're probably going to let the, the whole thing run before they make a decision. Oh, uh, real quick. Um, Adam Schefter just posted this. Yeah, uh, to... I was just about to say that. I just read it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the Colts. The Colts basically is telling Andrew Luck he could keep all the money. Mm. Um, they, they there not, you go. They, yeah, they reached a uh, settlement late last week, and um, they basically is is even though they can have twenty four point eight million back and twelve point eight million of the thirty two million signing bonus back, um, they basically told basically it's like nah, you can keep the money. So basically, Andrew Luck has all that money. That is, that is, I don't know how to feel about that. If I was the coach, <laughs> I would say, um, if I was the coach, I would say I would want to keep that money, you, even though we have cat room. <laughs> can can you can you bring us our money back, please? But um, you know what? I you know it 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 kind of brings something to light that that I kind of read here and there in a few articles that people were kind of talking about the way that his injuries were dealt with within the organization is part of the reason why they keep, they kept uh, lingering and that the, the, the medical staff is kind of questionable because of that. It's just a rumor. I, I don't have anything to really back it up, but a few articles I read, there was certain, there was a little bit of that sprinkle in it where they was, you know, being kind of questioning the handling of, of, of his injuries. So, Hey, listen, if you knew you messed the dude up, you know, hey, man, I'm our bad that we messed your life up. You know, keep keep that 24 mil. You know, that's all that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's a hell of a lot of money to keep. <laughs> well, if well, if you ruin a dude's career, that was going to make a hundred million dollars between now and his 30th birthday. Yeah, 24 mil ain't nothing. It's <laughs> like Rick James say, cocaine's a hell of a drug. There you <laughs> so, go. Yeah. I, I think the, I, the one thing that they, they should get blamed for is the one year he did come back healthy and they put him out there with no offensive line and he just Correct. Got That's what. That. Yeah. Remember, because remember, remember, that was the uh, the year the Jets played them and we we was crushing them. Yeah. We actually crushed them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indianapolis. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I definitely agree with that, Chris. Um, let's talk. Let's get into some Cowboys talk real quick. Uh, the, of course, the Dak, um, the Dak, Zeke, and Cooper is still up in the air. Um, even though the Cowboys have confirmed that they they are very confident that a deal with Zeke uh, is going to happen, and uh, before the season start, which um, um, Chris has uh, told told us, um, he he usually on it. Um, basically, Zeke. They has offered Zeke uh, maybe the second highest running back uh, contract for running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's between Le'Veon Bell and um, Ty Gurley. Uh, but they have signed, re-signed linebacker uh, Smith mm-hmm. five years Smith, for Jim about Smith. sixty. Yes, for for sixty something million dollars. It's, Sixty-four. It's correct. So, um, so, so, <laughs> right. So the question was. Was he more important than these three guys on the off- on offense? I, I don't think, I think he's more important than Zeke. Uh, that's for sure. No. <laughs> no, I don't think he's more important. And than I'm not Zeke. putting the guy down. I'm not saying. No, oh, no, not worth the money. Not. He's not be worth the money. I'm not saying that at all. I think. 
I think I think I think in that same breath, I think in that same breath, uh, Jalen Smith has emerged as probably one of the best linebackers in the league. And if you follow Jalen Smith's career in at Notre Dame, you would know that he's that he was destined to be one of the best linebackers in the league. He's a monster before mm-hmm. his Fiesta Bowl injury, unfortunately. And that that kind of almost he, he people thought this dude would never play football again. And the Cowboys were the ones that gave him a flyer, took a flyer on him on the second in the second round, I think, uh, 2016. I think it was that he that he came in the league and um, and they took a fly on him. I think the only reason why this deal was done so quickly was that uh, basically for a linebacker of his caliber, that money is about mid tier. So so they're saving money there, dude. Like let let you know, let's be real. Because uh, because it sounds like a lot of money, but if you're signing a linebacker of his caliber, you better put take your pocketbook out, you know. And then uh, mm-hmm. he did not even get close. I think he's. I think it looks like the numbers are kind of where he's like a probably fourth in money in the league in linebackers now, fourth or fifth or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he uh, is that mm-hmm. good. He is that good. He's he's a very good player, and they. They played with a very good player for like less than a million dollars or a little over a million. It was one point something million he was getting paid for a while. So they took a fly on him, gave him gave him his money. That to me that was an important signing. I I, I don't I don't really want to say if he was better or not. Uh, he was more important than Zeke or not. I think in the grand scheme of things, I think Dak is more important than anybody else, and he's not signed yet. So I don't know what their deal. Uh, on the whole, on the whole, if Zeke is gonna get, um, the Cowboys put out the news that he's getting. Oh, we gave him an offer and it was kind of put him second. What are the numbers? This is the this is what we were talking about earlier about teams just putting news out there. If you're gonna put news out there that you put a contract, put the contract out. What did you offer him? Because right. we know as NFL fans, that these contracts are basically trash most of the time. It looks like they're going to get paid a certain amount of money, but they normally never reach anywhere close to the maximum amount of money that they're supposed to get paid. So the, the players know that. Their agents know that. So you could, like, put vague numbers out there tell, saying how you, oh, we made him an offer to be the second highest. What are the numbers? You, until I see the numbers, I don't care for it. I don't want to hear the news or nothing like that. It doesn't really matter to me. And I think Cowboy fans should do, should have the same attitude. Show us the numbers. Show us what you, how much you're willing to pay the kid. And then, you know, then if, and then we'll make a decision on if we think he's being greedy or not, <laughs> which, which right, is stupid. Right. It's stupid, but <laughs> that's how it is. That's true. Yeah, and all in all, in general, uh, Zeke, yeah, Zeke definitely deserves his contract at this at this uh, at this point because if you lose out on Zeke, who knows what Alfred Morris and this uh, other rookie guy are gonna do? You know. Yeah. So, and we saw the results with what happens when Zeke don't play. So, yeah, I, I think yeah, uh, Mister Jones. Average, they're an average team without him. You know, at, yeah. at best. Yeah. <laughs> at best. Still got a hell of an offensive lineman, but sheesh, you know, like if you if you can't play without without Zeke, then that says a lot. It <laughs> right. says a lot about the quarterback. That says a lot about your offense, and that's not good at all. Yeah, well, like I said before, I think when we spoke in the last episode, we were talking about the Cowboys 
Um, I was talking about their new offensive coordinator, who I think is Kellen Moore. Right. Um, maybe, maybe this time he's going to draw up an offense that's more dedicated to uh, yes. working Dax, you know, um, 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 pros instead of, of giving, you know, giving Zeke so many carries and they're kind of going to lessen his load. Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. we will see. But, um, but again, Kellen Moore is like, a, a, I'm sorry, but I, I love the God, Dallas Cowboys. Own, I, I, love, <laughs> I, love, I love the Cowboys owner. I love his, his, his honesty sometimes. And I love how loyal he is to a lot of people and stuff like that. But it always feels to me that everybody in the Cowboys organization is basically a bunch of yes men. Like, mm. all these people that work for him are basically people that came up because he took them up. So do they have the enough, you know, of the cojones to say to him, Mr. Jones, uh, I don't think this is a good idea. I want to do this. Do they have that kind of power to say this? Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, right. I mean, I... I Again, like I said, I don't want to disparage the man in any way. A man that, that became this powerful and this rich is not stupid. But, you know, you can, I, I, don't, I don't understand how there's so many guys in there that were practically guys that are, you know, they kind of just fall in line. And, you know, it, it never seems like it's somebody that's, that's willing to be like, uh, Mr. Jones, uh, I don't think this is a great idea. It just, it just bothers me. So 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 real quick. Um, so what you were saying, Sean, about uh, Kellen Moore and and Dak Prescott, if Zeke gets a, a a less you know less amount of carries, do you think that would disappoint Zeke? Being that he was like like I'm gonna say eighty seventy to eighty percent of the offense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it would disappoint him. I mean, this is the reason why he feels he's built. There's the reason why he works out the way he works out. This is the reason why. You know, and 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 trying to get into the kind of the mind of an athlete of that caliber, you you don't ever want to take a step back. You know, if you was getting twenty six carries a game, you want your twenty six carries a game. This is what makes you Zeke. This is what makes you the monster. This is what makes you like with the sign where he's eating. He's like the spoon. His hand is eating. This is who you know. This is who he is. So take that away from him. Who the hell is he? You know, just another member of the team. Do you think? He would, he has his ego could take that hit, you know, be like, yo, I'm just another member of the team. You know, I'm not the monster that carries this team on my back anymore. You know, so I don't know, man. I, I don't see, I don't know if they're going to, they're going to do it again. Like I said, are they going to be, is, is Kellen Moore the kind of guy that would be like, listen, Mr. Jones, I think we need to go away from running Zeke that many times. You know, I think we need to go to do it, running an offense that's going to, enable Dak to play more or throw the ball more. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think if he's on the team, you got to go through that guy. You know what I mean? If, especially if you sign him to a lot of money. Correct. You know, Zeke signed, the, thing, the, the thing that makes his this whole situation uh, tough, Zeke still has two years left on, a, on his contract. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. he's got to – I mean, you would think he's got to show up, right? Agreed. He doesn't have a choice. I, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know he's. What, what is he gonna do? He's gonna do this this year, <laughs> and then what? What he's gonna do next year? Because he's probably if if the Cowboys, let's say, I'm not saying that's that's what's gonna happen because I still think 
that a deal is going to be reached. I just do not, I never understood why he felt that was the way to deal with this now. Like he could have done this next year because he was at one year on his contract. And then he, to me, he had more leverage, but I guess in hindsight, what, are, what he's looking at is he's never going to have the kind of capabilities that he has now or the kind of, uh, uh, when it comes to play wise, I mean, numbers wise and everything like that. Like if, cause he's probably looking at like, we're looking at it, like Kellen Moore is going to come in and change the offense. And then I won't be able to carry the ball that much anymore. And then they're going to kind of lessen my role and then give me a bullshit offer the next year. So, so probably he's trying to, uh, you know, kind of pre preempt that whole thing. Uh-huh. And, and he's got to show up. I think it's, uh is november 29th i think is the date that you have i mean this is going we're looking way ahead but november 29th is he's got to be on the roster he's got to be playing by that time or else he can't play at all Ooh. yes so yes. obviously anything that happened to bell yeah right and with with gordon gordon is still out you know with the chargers yeah. he's still sitting out so he's got to show up too or else he's not going to be a free agent <laughs> next year so he's Listen, another crazy dude that he's got to show up, you know. Okay, okay. Like I, I'm, I'm not worried again about Zeke at all. Gordon, on the other hand, I don't get. I, mm-hmm. I really don't understand what he and his agents is thinking again. Listen, I, I'm not trying to tell the guy what to do. Uh, who am I? I don't. I'm, I know nothing. But in my eyes, in my opinion, I don't understand. Like, dude, like you're a great. What? No, you're a good running back. You have you have shown flashes. You've shown flashes of you 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 could be too, maybe close to an elite running back, but you're not the kind of guy to stomp your foot and get what you want. And <laughs> my like throwing a, a tantrum right now to me, I don't think that's necessary. I think you would get. Like if you get offered a ten million dollar per year deal, you take should it. take it. Yeah. I don't listen again. Who am I to tell to do what to do with his life? I just don't see him as that kind of running back. I don't think he's worth any more than that. This is just my opinion. Yeah, he's uh, and again, he's got to show up. He's got to play because otherwise, he's not going to become a free agent next year, right? Yep. He's got to yep. get credit for this season before he can become. Before so- he can get. So these guys are just, you know what it is? They, they're, they're all playing chicken. You know, him <laughs> playing chicken, right? They want to see yeah, who's going to blink chicken. first. Who's going <laughs> to blink first? You know, they're sitting out. They're going to wait. Maybe they're going to wait. You know what? We got two more weeks before the season starts for these guys. So they're going to probably sit out. You know, they don't need the preseason games. I'm sure they're working out. They're probably in great shape and all that. So they're probably going to sit out until the season starts and then – they might waltz in, you know, the two days before the season starts or, you know, before they before their game and say, okay, yep. I'm, I'm ready to play. Yeah. We'll, right? We'll I don't see. know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. definitely. Right. Um, before I get into our last topic for the day, um, I do want to talk about our kicker. Uh, he made a 58 yard. He made some field goals. But I want to yeah. say hi-hi to the Vikings uh, for, for giving away <laughs> their fifth round for, for a kicker. Um, 
that had missed the 43-yard attempt. That's a way left in the 50. I think 43, that was a 43-yarder. And the 54-yarder that went way right. And now Zemma has a high level of concern for this kicker. So, ha-ha, ha-ha. <laughs> no, you know, you know. Y'all know my that, hate towards the Vikings, so ha-ha. Yes. <laughs> Davin, Davin does not like the Vikings, people. Yeah, yes. Not even a little bit. <laughs> yes. That's like my, my new enemy other than the Patriots, Patriots <laughs> fans. But ha-ha, ha-ha. Now, let's get to our last topic for today. Uh, the Seahawks, wide receiver. Uh, I know DJ McCaffrey is coming. He'll be back by week one from uh, what Sharman has told me. And um, they had lost more, uh, DJ Moore, if I if I'm correct. Uh, no, David, David Moore. Moore. David Moore. Uh, he is he is out with a significant injury, uh, and he's looking at a second option. So how would that affect Seattle? Oh, it's going to show you what kind of depth they got at wide receiver. That's for sure. Um, yep. They got to they got to get somebody's in, and Crabtree was just signed by. Uh, yeah, he was just signed by – oh, man, I just seen it. Um, Crabtree, though? Yeah. Wow. Oh, he was signed by the Cardinals. By the Cardinals, yes. yes. Yeah, the Cardinals. So he would have been a good guy to bring in. So they're going so to be looking for a wide receiver, obviously, with these two guys yeah. out. So, mm. hey, You know what? These next two weeks, you know, like we, we said earlier about the Jets – Joe Douglas going to be making moves. You know what? Every GM is going to be making moves right now. Who's getting yes, sir. Who's yeah. going to get picked up? So a wide receiver is going to come. You know, become available. So I'm I'm sure they'll they'll bring somebody in or two. You know. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. still. Um, yeah. Uh, Tyler Lockett is still on the on the on the um, on the Seahawks, right? Sure. I yeah. So. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Lockett is still there. So Lockett with Metcalf, I think Jerron, Jerron Brown is still there. So they, I mean, they have they have some guys there. Uh, so uh, so Metcalf coming in, you know, I think Metcalf is gonna have some uh, some of some kind of an impact. So I'm not really worried about about that. Uh, I think the kid was uh, more was starting to break out in camp. Before his injury, it looked like he was probably going to be part of the starting crew before right. he got injured. But, um, but yeah, I mean, stuff like that happens in football all the time, and, uh, and yeah. the team just have to work it out. Like you said, uh, waiver wire, whatever you got to do, man. Cuts are gonna cuts are coming soon, so teams will start plucking players off of, off of the waiver wire and plucking players off wherever to try to fill the needs. Yeah, you so, can see a lot of guys get cut this week, right? Isn't this yeah. a cut week? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so yes. you'll see guys becoming available uh, this week. You know, so every team's going to be making moves, cutting guys, picking up guys. So. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think Seattle will be fine regardless. Uh, they still yeah, got the well running. Coach. They got the running game. So, thanks. So, you know, the running game could always bring it to the play action. So I, I think they'll be fine. It's not a it's not a major deal. It's not a major deal for Seattle. Seattle always finds a way to a winning game. So yep. you know, True. So yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think that's a big problem at all. Right. Yeah. I don't think that's a big problem at all. And if that and if that and if you don't believe what Davin just said, uh, ask yourself, did you believe that Seattle was gonna make the playoffs last year? 
<laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, I don't care who you us. were. I don't care who you were. You didn't think Seattle was going to be in the playoffs. So no. there you go. Right. None of us. And they almost beat Dallas in Dallas yeah. in that playoff yeah. game. Yeah, it was a very good, good and tough game. Um, and also with the with the with the trade with the trade, please stop, stop pleasing. I mean, stop, stop teasing. Please, 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 please. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. Popeye's chicken sandwich. You know, they ran, they ran out of sandwiches. <laughs> they run out of sandwiches when the sandwich is good. If you if you, if you don't want if you want to ask one person, ask our good friend Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Kyle was all over that man. If anybody knows Kyle. Right. Kyle knows anything to know about that sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sandwich is good. I mean, but, you know, at the same time, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of teasing and not enough pleasing. So we'll we we'll definitely <laughs> see what happens. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, Instagram, LY Just Fans uh, Podcast. Um, it's, we're, we're two weeks away from regular pre, well, regular season. Um, though two or three weeks, if I recall. But it's, we, it's a new year. Um, as always, guys, great podcast, great, great show. Yeah, and, and before we go, I, I would also I like to our fans to um, link us on iTunes podcast, uh, give us a give us a five star review. Uh, uh, we would like to your in your input and what do you think of our of our podcast? Uh, write write a, a review on on iTunes podcast. Let us know how you feel, man. Give, please give or us some. Let us know on Twitter as well. You know, leave yes, us a comment definitely. there. Anything. If you guys got questions, positive uh, feedback, negative feedback, it's all good. You know, we, we want to get better. So hearing from you guys, you know, if you like us, you don't like us, what you like, what you don't like, we'd love to hear it, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So until next week, uh, take flight, shut up. Yep. Take flight.